also uh, with a storm that's about now. Portland, Oregon, uh, Seattle, Washington, Sydney, Australia, London, England, Frankfurt, Germany, Los Angeles, California, Orlando, Florida, San Francisco, California, Chicago, Illinois, and Springfield, Illinois, and Kansas City, Missouri, home for the Super Bowl champions, National Football League, Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome to lunch with the Missouri Bachelor Conference for October the 10th, 2020. My name is Al Fox, your host and creator. What's wrong with Reverend Lyle? How you doing, Rev? Fine. Life is good. Nice to hear your voice, brother. And Rev, Brother Scott, how are you doing, sir? Too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> well, we all happen to be here today uh, broadcasting live from beautiful Ferguson, Missouri at the Greater St. Mark Church on Ferguson, USA. HotTalkRadio.com. Uh, we have a... Tommy Pearson is our pastor. I should say Mayor Tommy Pearson is the pastor uh, from this free family there. We are all happy to be here. And also, uh, without any further ado, we have prayer with Reverend Alan Lyle, pastor of the Walnut Bible Chapel Church, 5547 Billion Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63120. 
encouragement. Okay. And uh, the first part of this encouragement comes through, in, according to Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. Amen. That's the, that's the topic. Now we're going to the lesson, Psalms 112. It said, verse 1 said, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandments. His seed should be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright should be blessed. Wealth and riches should be in his house. I'm rich, y'all. We got breath. We woke up this morning and we can breathe. We can walk. We can just we can just talk to each other today. We can come together today on the radio. We heard around the world. We are we are wealthy. We're not Amen. just we are wealthy. Really. The Bible don't say be rich and be wealthy. We are wealthy. Amen. Amen. And it go on to say until the upright. There ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man showed favor and lended. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he should not be moved forever. The righteous should be in everlasting remembrance. He should not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed. My heart is fixed on the Lord, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. That's me. He should not be afraid. I'm not afraid of nothing. I don't fear nothing but God until he see his desire upon his enemies. He had dispersed. He had given to the poor. His righteousness endured forever. His horn should be exalted with honor. The wicked should see it, they see in it, and be grieved. He should gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked should perish. Amen. Amen, Rev. That's no true words have not been spoken in that, Rev. True words have not been spoken. What else you got for us, Rep? Uh, that's it. And we could just elaborate on that. Wearing that my confidence is in the Lord. That's why I started off saying I could do all things in Christ who strengthened me. And everybody else can do the same thing when they believe the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And they pass from death unto life before death set in. Because when you come in the world, you dead and trespasses and sin. So you don't need to stay there. But when you believe that Jesus died for your sin, was buried and rose again, you're not dead and trespasses and sin no more. You become a child of God, a soldier, and you're in God's army. And then you can say this song, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste 
of glory divine, of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, the Most High and Everlasting Father, the first and the last, beginning and the end, Heavenly Father, we know that you could do everything but fail. In spite of what has happened out in the universe, God is still in control on the throne. Can nobody do me like Jesus? And Heavenly Father, we know that whatever your will is, it's going to happen. And we know even though those people that have passed away, as you were saying, but I would say go to sleep. Not past, but sleep. Or either dead, dead in trespasses and sin, or sleep in Christ. And Heavenly Father, we know that you know what you're doing. And when people leave this world, that's your decision, Heavenly Father, and yours alone. You know what you're doing because you know their time is up. The scripture says, once appointed on a man to die, then the judgment. So, Heavenly Father, you know what you do and you do everything best. And you deserve whatever happens, you deserve to do it. 
as you see fit because you are worthy of this heavenly father. I'm, whether it's good or bad, heavenly father, you are worthy and whatever judgment you do, it is just. And we just thank you for that heavenly father. We pray together all the time, okay? <laughs> so, Ms. Madam Mayor, how are you doing this afternoon? I am doing great. I am doing great. Uh, I know I'm calling in earlier than normal. That's okay. That's, that's good. good. That's good. So, no, no. I'm right now, I'm out here working with Pastor Jose, delivering mm -hmm. food to uh, our seniors. And families who are homebound from COVID. Yeah. So it is a great thing out here for people to get together and help service our seniors and the people who have COVID. So. Well, well, Madam Mayor, right now, okay, that's what I love about you, okay? You know, the type of mayor you have a death, you know, you. You out there with the people like you always have been, you know, doing things, being seen. Uh, fulfilling the need, okay? When people see your face, you know, you, you, know, you are what you call like a, a symbol of hope. A lot of people, when they see you, they get excited. Say, I'm talking to Mayor Jones. I'm Mayor Jones. Yeah, I, I'm excited talking to her. So you really, you've been a lot of hope to a lot of people. Yes, when you've been, been out there with everyone, everyone else. Yeah, I'm out here every Saturday delivering fresh fruits and vegetables to the seniors and to uh, people who have COVID. It just, you know, they are glad that they are humbled by the fact that somebody cares about them. Yes. And all you have to do, you know, you don't have to go in their house. I just put it on the front porch and uh, they'll come out and get it. So I deliver a lot of food this morning. I'm on my way back to go get more food <laughs> okay. to deliver to people. So you know, you know, you know, you know, Mary Jones. That's that that is that is so powerful because you know it's it's a, it's a saying, and I know you heard it before. Okay, with politicians. Okay, if you see me on a lecture panel, I don't see you no more. Okay, well you just prove all that wrong. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm all, I'm always out the community. I know. <laughs> well, I tell you what, man. Before I, I will be remiss, okay. But I want to thank you so much, okay, for allowing us to uh, simulcast your town hall meeting a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we were very fortunate. Scott is here listening on the program with our engineer, and we were very thankful and honored for us to have our to do that for you. And we look forward to a future town hall meeting. And if you do, we're going to be a part of it. I'm excited that you all thought of us. I'm focusing in myself to broadcast the town hall meeting live. And it was, it, the town hall meeting a complete blessing to a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people.
man that I'm working for the people and I'm doing my best. And uh, people have hopes now. Yes, ma'am. Well, that's the thing, okay? I'm not Anywhere where there's a cell phone, a computer, 
Now, okay, Omar, I got the chief of police here with me too. Okay, oh, yeah, with them? Yes, sir. We want to please. please. Oh, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, chief. They want to talk to you too, Omar. You talk your life. Okay. Hello, chief. Hi, my name is Aaron. I'm the host of the lunch with the Republican Congress. We come on every Saturday, and we're welcome. We're happy to have you. Uh, as our guest, we had talked to, to, uh, to Mayor Jones, okay, and uh, and, to, and to the chap, and now we got a chief of police. We are honored to have you on our be our guest, sir. I'm glad I could join. Thank you for having me. Matter of fact, first of all, I want to tell you, uh, you are doing a great job, you know, in Ferguson. You know, and, and you're, Thank very, you, Thank you're, very, you're very much appreciated, okay. I follow the news very carefully, like we all do. And as you already know, I should tell the former mayor, I can tell you, know, I always talk to tell a mayor, Madam Mayor, you got the most famous town, city in the whole world. I mean, yes, sir. And anytime something bad, they talk about fruits. And now you're talking about fruits, something good. Yes, this week, uh, as you already know, your fruits was being mentioned in the in, in Kentucky case with Brianna Taylor, with the grand jury yes, to be able to represent, you know, we had here, so again, anything that goes on in the world, but right now we want to let people know the positive thing that you're doing in the community. So what are some of the programs you're doing right now in the community? So so right now we're, we're at an event. Um, so this, this weekend is part of a, a national initiative uh, okay. called the Faith in Blue Weekend. Okay. Um, and the, the whole purpose behind this initiative um, was to bring houses of worship together with mm -hmm. local police departments, wow. you know, just for, you know, community building, um, you know, just, just, you know, just fostering, you know, the, the true essence of community and, and how, you know, police departments can leverage, you know, the congregations and the partnerships of our local, you know, houses of worship, you know, mm -hmm. to just, just better, you know, relationships in the community. And so... Uh, so right now we're here at Greater Grace Church uh, here in Ferguson um, with uh, the lead pastor, Bishop Jones. Mm -hmm. You know, when I first came here as the chief in Ferguson, you know, he was one of the individuals, you know, that I met with and talked to. And, and, and he was he opened up, you know, his, his church and his congregation to me for anything that, that we would need. Um, and so when, when this initiative came about, you know, he was the first person that I thought of because of his property purpose for what we were doing. And so, actually, what we're out here doing today is we're having a college football tailgate. Okay. And so, you know, we have the, you know, the big screen set up outside, and, and we have, you know, parking spaces where people can come and get their own parking space in their own area where they just kind of sit out and just hang out. And, you know, we can hear and listen to the football game. You know, we have food giveaways. So, you know, residents, you know, that are in need of, of groceries and, and certain food items. We have a drive-through zone where they can drive through the property and, and pick up, you know, some uh, some of those items that they may need. Um, and so, you know, we just, you know, one of the things that we're trying to, to do here and try to show more of the world of what this community really looks like mm -hmm. is, you know, and, and given the history of what happened here and what the world saw and what the world knows about this community, there's a whole lot more to what we have going on down here that the world doesn't know about. And so, you know, we, we you know, we, we want to try to highlight those things and see you know, how and, and show really, you know, how communities can come together, you know, once you've been through, you know, such a traumatic experience, you know, like this community went through, you know, six years ago. And and so, you know, largely that's that's what my role is and, and you know, why they brought me here 
uh, because, you know, I'm very intentional about the community outreach and the community engagement efforts that we're trying to, uh, you know, to partake in here and just trying to build those relationships. And so, you know, man, we have a, a very, you know, diverse community here and we have a lot of people in this community that have a lot of things to offer. We just have to create spaces where people feel comfortable being a part and, and sharing what they have to offer to this community. And I think if, if we can if we can do a better job of doing that and, and do a better job of showing the world, you know, the, the positive and, and all of the, the progress that Ferguson has made, you know, I think a lot I think a lot of other communities can learn, you know, from what this city and what this community has learned from and, and how do you go about, you know, seeing the change that you want to see and, and getting everybody involved in, in the process uh, of, of making change and, and seeing positive change that can last, you know, not just right now, but for the generations to come. Well, you know, you know, uh, 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 Chief, you know, I want to, first of all, uh, extend the invitation to you. I'm also the uh, CEO of the Missouri Latino Commerce, uh, and I like, I came to work with you hand in hand on anything that you're doing. Uh, we have some initiatives yes, that we can bring to, you know, to, to, you know, to the table for you, uh, some programs that we have. And also, uh, uh, I like to, if you be so kind as to invite you to have come on my program at least once a month, okay, to give us an update of what's going on in, in the Ferguson community. Because I know uh, you gave your report at the town hall meeting. I was very impressed, okay, how organized it was and things that you're doing. And you know, and I, and I, you know, uh, and I think right now the, the, the community loves you. And yeah, I say that, you know, I'm open, open horn because when you go places, people appreciate you. And, you know, and even when they had these, uh, you know, I'm around a couple of months ago, a couple of months ago, which we want to put it, that the people in, in Ferguson were very much in love with their police department. You know, you guys came out sound siblings put together, you know, you know, from being hand in hand, you know, and, and you were showing that you, that you were not afraid to come into the community and be with the community, your people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know they appreciate it, okay, because they were there for you. And right now, I guess as I told Mr. 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 Jones, uh, when you go places, people they want to see the chief of police not riding out in the car, okay, but they want to see, see him on the street with them. Yes, sir. You know, and I worked in, in, the, uh, in, in the city of St. Louis for many, many years, you know, in the mayor's office and, and with the police department. But one of the things that I always was in favor of, and I think you're actually doing this, Community, community policing is community policing and community get together with the police department like you're doing right now. We can out to the community and say, hey, don't be afraid of me. Call me all the time. When you got something good to talk about, come share with me, not just the bad things. I mean, before Absolutely. your good times, time, like today. You know, the this yes, sir. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, it's uh, very, you know, uh, very you know, uh, aggressive, and that's what you got to do, okay? It goes where the people are. So let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, is, what has been your most challenging, challenging? Uh, well, first of all, let me ask you about your background and who you are, first of all. Yes, sir. Um, and so before I came here to, to be the chief, um, I was down in the Atlanta metropolitan area in Georgia. Um, and so I spent the first uh, 17 and a half years of my career uh, working for the Forest Park Police Department. Um, and so at that police department, you know, I came up through the ranks and worked my way all the way up um, to becoming the, the interim chief of police down there um, at one point. And so, um, you know, a big part of, of what I was involved in down there in Georgia, you know, was community outreach. You know, 
know, community engagement and community building. Um, and so the community down there in Forest Park is, is nearly identical to what the, the community is like up here in Ferguson. And so that's why I felt comfortable, you know, coming up here uh, to take the job, you know, because the communities, you know, were, were, so, were so similar to, to one another. And so, you know, just in, in coming up here, you know, we, we have a, a lot going on. And so, you know, the, the biggest challenge that, that I would say is we have so many things on our plate uh, for what we deal with. Um, that, you know, we always don't have, you know, an adequate amount of resources or we, you know, we, you know, we have several openings right now that we're trying to fill. So, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's been a struggle, you know, getting up fully staffed um, because, it, you know, every, everybody doesn't want to come be a police officer here in Ferguson because being a police officer here in Ferguson is unlike being a police officer anywhere else in the world. Um, and, and there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of responsibility that goes into being a police officer here. And so... You know, and so recruiting, you know, we, we have to do very extensive background checks on the individuals that we hire. And so, you know, some people, you know, do not make it through our background check for us to hire. And then, you know, other people, they look at this like, nah, you know, it, that, that's too hard of a job. Or, you know, everything that Ferguson is going through and they're constantly under a microscope from the community, from the federal government, you know, nationwide, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to take that on. And so, you know, man, we, we, we have to be... You know, we, we have to be very committed, and, and, and it takes a lot of energy and resources to try to recruit, uh, recruit the individuals that we need to, to come here to, to join our team, you know, to help them what we're trying to do. Um, and so, you know, that, I would say that, that has been the, the biggest challenge um, is, you know, we you know we will make some progress and you know, we'll hire some people, but then, you know, some people may leave. Um, and so it's just, you know, it's just being able to really to add on and, and build the team up with the people that we need. Uh, on board here um, to come do the job that, that we need them to do. Well, well Chief, I, I can tell you if you want to, uh, uh, any job notices that you want to have put out, okay, we can run them on our station, on our website, and hit you, hit you and you recruit it around the, around the world and around the country, you know, that, and that people, because really, you, you know, something that's very close to my heart is policemen who, in this area of St. Louis, you know, uh, who, who are bad, bad officers, bad officers, okay? They go from, they go from the public department to the department and, 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 and create, you know, chaos. And the fact that you guys are really lose out is a very good thing. It's a very, I mean, that's, that's very commendable to get the best on the best, you know, and, and, and to be able to, you know, so let people know that if you come to Ferguson, you, you got to put your best foot forward and keep it there. Not just, you know, have a good interview, but you got to walk the walk and talk the talk. Absolutely, and and so you know by us being held to that higher standard and us holding you know the, the individuals that we're trying to recruit to that higher standard, you know it, it shrinks our applicant pool. Yeah. Um, and so so yeah, absolutely. You know we got some some things that we're working on, some advertising, uh, you know, recruiting, you know, advertising and stuff that we're about to start pushing out. And so yeah, I absolutely would appreciate it if you guys you know would share that information and and, and help uh, push that information out there for us all. Matter of fact, uh, you know, if you'd be so kind, uh, well, I, I get it from Mary Jones, your contact information. She gives you my information, okay? And we can still collaborate together and I have you come on the program. And like anything that uh, that you want to get to the community, you know, we are here for you. That's why we get the town hall meeting. Uh, and anything that you want to do, like the program you got going today, okay, if you let us know in advance, we want to be part of whatever you're doing. Matter of fact, we'd like to invite you to uh, ribbon cutting 
on Monday at the station. You're more than welcome to come back. We, we would appreciate it. Uh, uh, Scott, give me the details on the uh, Scott Owens and our general manager. Scott, tell us about the ribbon cutting on, uh, on, on Monday. Yes, sir. We're going to have the uh, ribbon cutting. Basically, uh, we've been here for four years, but uh, since the COVID, we've uh, redone things. And, and so we're having a, a, a community uh, event, the ribbon cutting on Monday at 2.30. It's going to be in the uh, basement of the pastor's office at the, at the Greater St. Mark's Family Church. Uh, we'd love to have you there. We'd love to have as many people as would like to come. Uh, you can see what we're doing. We're going. We're planning on having a panel on uh, uh, what business looks like after COVID. Uh, we'll have some light refreshments and we're going to have a whole bunch of folks. So we'd love to see you there, uh, Chief. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just uh, send the, the information for Mayor Jones. Uh, if you can get it to me, um, and I, I can check my calendar. Okay. If I'll be able to make it out there. Well, I believe she has well, these. If you, things. if you can't come, uh, Chief, you can send somebody you know, from, you know, from the office. Be there. We we, we go to pictures. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, well, Chief, I want to. Uh, I know you. I know you'll be on the mission right now on a, on, on a business here. I just want to say thank you for the, taking the time. You know, to visit with us today, and I said this won't be the last time that we had this conversation, okay? And again, we want to commend you uh, for what you're doing. As a matter of fact, anything you want to tell us, community, is going to come up anytime soon. You want to, want to make an announcement about anything you're doing right now? Uh, we don't have any other events planned uh, for right now, uh, for me to announce. Um, like I said, you know, we were doing this for this weekend. This is a nationwide initiative, you know, all around the country. You know, people are, are, are doing events. Um, and so the big thing I, I would say, you know, people can always go to our, our Facebook page, um, Ferguson Police Department Facebook page, and, and anything okay. that we do have going on, you know, we'll be advertising on there. Um, and so, you know, I know at the end of the month, we'll be partnering with some of our other uh, city departments uh, on, a, on a Halloween kind of uh, drive-through mm. uh, Halloween okay. event that, that we'll be participating in. But all, all of that stuff, all that information, Yes, sir. 
well, Chief, I want to thank you again, you know, for taking the time, you know, and uh, and I want to, I just want to give me uh, Mary Jones, I mean, uh, get Mary Jones back, okay? I mean, we thank you again, and we look forward to having this conversation to be continued. Yes, sir, sounds good. You all take care, and here's Mayor Jones coming back.
You know what I mean? And and and, and Scott and Real go. She's a friend of ours. We were friends before she got elected mayor, and we're still friends now. Amen. There you go. And, and, and Scott and Lowen and Real. Anytime we call the mayor and ask her for you know, for, you know, for her assistance to be on the program, hey, without a doubt, you know, we can depend on. She would definitely be on. Matter of fact, uh, there's MC Richardson who comes on at 5 p.m. Uh, today on the station. Uh, Guess who's coming to Kansas City? Uh, when he did his first show, uh, he asked if he could get the mayor to be, you know, to work in the Kansas City. He said, "Yes, I, I want to happen to him." Remember that, Scott? Absolutely. And that was a, that was a great show. Matter of fact, she stayed one a couple of minutes. She stayed for quite a while. <laughs> yes, and we she had did. a couple problems with him, but she was right there, you know, uh, welcoming him to the station, you know, and and and, and thank God this program has continued to grow. Uh, as a matter of fact, even this afternoon, we had uh, one of the, uh, a young councilman, uh, Randy, Randy Ellison, up there, would be, would be one of our guests this afternoon. I've got a wonderful uh, producer of the program along with Scott, but uh, Leslie, one of our guests this afternoon, you know, and his program is growing, uh, and this is what the station is doing. We're reaching out beyond St. Louis, so now we have a base in Kansas City. And we have people from around, like in, like in the case, a little while, Chuck DuBois called it from Washington, D.C. Uh, we have some other people coming on later on in the week. Bill uh, Kovac, been with us before. He's from also from Washington, D.C. A lot of our guests from around the country, and they're knowing and, and, and want to come here and be a part of what we're doing. And that's what we do here, you know, in Emissarity. Uh, we've been doing this for six years now, you know. Uh, Oh, we've had plenty of bumps. That's why we're having grand reopening. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do it all okay. You know, we, we'll come through, you know, and we're still here. And, uh, and, 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 and the good part about it is, you know, we have, we have continued to get support from the community, you know, for what we're doing. And I will say this, uh, and I said to him all the time, I want to thank our general manager, Scott Owen, for all the things that he's done with our technology on the station. And and, and he goes, I'm just doing my job, but, but I, I said this because uh, when we first started out, okay, when I got to the station, uh, we, we were trying to be a radio station, not an internet radio station. But now we are all a internet radio station. Broadcasting on the internet, with, you know, using the source of resources that we do have, and right now, I think that uh, we can say there's no competition for what we're doing because we're just doing the work of the Lord and the work of the community and uh, in our community. And as you see, uh, those people like the chief, the town hall meeting we did with, with the mayor was, was well received. And the other things that we do in the community that we, that we have done. And we got a, a full schedule. And that Scott has got us some of the best best equipment now that we can do things that we couldn't do before. That's right now we have podcasts. All of our programs that we have done, you know, uh, you can go back and listen to them. Now we got them on our website, FregersonUSA, HotTalkRadio.com. You know, we got to go to the homepage there and you, you, you got you know, you tap down there and it shows you all, you know, the, the hosts on all the programs we have. And, and then we got all podcasts, all the programs. So you can, uh, if you miss a program or you want to go back and catch up on a you know, program a month or so ago, 
just go right down the list there. You know, and then also, uh, Scott got, what is it called? A thumbnail, right, Scott? Well, for this show, I do a thumbnail. You betcha. Okay, we got a thumbnail. Okay, that features myself, Rev, and also Mary Jones, and also Chuck Boat. And so, so with, with the technology that, that, that Scott plays with and have fun with. <laughs> Doing a lot of learning, too, Brother Eric. Yeah, and that's a learning process. I tell anybody, you know, this computers, you have, you got to have patience and you got to have enjoy what you're doing. Yep. And, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like trial and error. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> you see the first time, you try it again. More error than trial, probably. <laughs> but what's interesting here, Scott, you know, uh, I know right now I've been in the station a while, and really because I did my doctor uh, this past Monday, and, uh, and she had again advised me to keep on doing what I'm doing because in Oxford, Missouri, uh, we have become one of the uh, hottest states in the country. You know, you know unfortunately, you know the uh, COVID uh, is uh, you know, forecast to get worse, and we've been in one of one of the uh, terrible hot zones. You know, with the COVID here, and that's why I tell anybody when I do go out, I wear a mask. You know, uh, social distance, uh, wash my hands. You know, if I, I have gloves on. Uh, you know, and, and you know, and 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 I. And I uh, and I tell anybody, you know, you cannot be too careful because you can't take anything for granted, you know. And I give an example, you know, how we mean that uh, one of our, our, our president, uh, you know, and, and we pray for him, but a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, he wouldn't wear a mask, you know, and, uh, and he was around a lot of different people. And so now there's a lot, lot of discussion now about when and if, uh, how, when was the last time he was tested? Because uh, a couple weeks ago, we had, uh, he had so many roles to go out for the new justice to be, and they became what they call a super spreader. And now he got over 20 some people in his inner circle. Like right now, Governor Christie, former Governor Christie of New Jersey, he's in the hospital. So, you know, uh, I believe he, he got out today, Ira. Matter of fact, so do I. You uh, know, so that's why you know, I can't be too careful. Ira, you know, I, so. Ira. Yes. I heard on the news that he's out of the hospital today, uh, Governor Christie. Great, 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 great. You know, I like Governor Christie. He's a, he's a comical little guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, he's a, he's a fun guy. You know, and uh, and you know, and, and always, and always, you know, do good interviews. But I'm happy to see. Uh, he's in the hospital almost a week, you know, so thank God that he's out of the hospital uh, and that, that he's doing better, you know, and, uh, and, and, and that's why I said we got to keep prayers going up and bless us down, you know, and even as we pray about our president, uh, you know, uh, the super spreader that we had now, they had a couple weeks ago, a lot of people on, on, on his staff, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I do not agree on the president right now that, uh, you know, when, when you're sick, be sick. Let your body heal. You know, uh, he's what, uh, 70 years old, 74 years old, and you put, let your body heal. And I know right now that he, uh, he's in an election, and people think you got to get out there. But uh, at some point, you know, your health should be important to you, uh, and, and you should follow doctor's orders. And so, again, you know, I understand, you know, politics, you know, I understand what he's trying to do, 
and why are you trying to do what you're trying to get done? You know, you've got to be seen in your, in your, in the that's other side of politics, okay, that uh, you when you stick the street, you got to go. I mean, and that's not something that's good for you. And so right now, uh, we're still trying to figure out uh, when when did he test uh, negative the last time. And there's, you know, there's, you know, in fact, it was so, so serious that it, the uh, presidential uh, commission on, for debate uh, wanted to have the next next debate, you know, uh, you know uh, virtual. And uh, he refused to do that because, A, because they had rules to be followed. And we had a debate with uh, the vice president last week, uh, along with the Harris. Uh, the rules were that everyone must wear a mask except for the candidates. Well, in that same process, the uh, vice president's wife came up on stage without a mask. And so that prompted the commissioner to say, well, we're not going to follow the rules, so we're going to make our own rules, so we're going to do this virtual so everybody is healthy. And, and, and one thing is, well, well I've been to, I got friends who have had, had the virus and been successfully defeated. They said, Rev, you know, and Scott, you got friends that this is something that nobody want to get. This is something very serious. You know, I'm, you know even young people said, this is not, this is, this is not your down. It knocks you down. And so, so again, uh, and, 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 and unfortunately, uh, as we talk about the virus, you know, a lot of you see it now that, uh, you know, in, in the football league. Matter of fact, I will say one thing here. If you're a basketball fan, you've got to come in the uh, NBA for creating a bubble for their players down in Florida where all of their family, all of their players, and all of the coaches and some of the announcers were lived in a bubble down there. And to this point, uh, they're in the finals down to uh, the L.A. lost last night in Panamami Heat, and they, they're in the, in the finals right now. And so during this bubble they created down there, the L.A. was, was able to, to go through the whole season, the, the four season they had left, I should say, without any, any, any cases coming up with, with the COVID. Now, unfortunately, in the, in the uh, uh, baseball season, the St. Louis Cardinals, we did make the playoffs, but there were some games there that we just, we, we lost a lot of games, you know, a lot of double hitters. And now as we get into the, uh, into the uh, NFL football season, uh, we had a game last week postponed because with the Chiefs and, and the Patriots. And now this week, some other teams are right now are postponing games. And because one thing, some of the players don't take this serious. But all you know is one, one, one person, and also in the NFL football league, uh, a lot of the coaches on the sidelines would not wear masks. Well, you notice now they all don't wear masks because they would find a couple hundred thousand dollars and over hundred thousand dollars in some cases for not wearing a mask. And also, in some cases, they may lose, lose a draft choice. So, so, so now you see they all wear any masks. And, 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 and it's something that's very serious. If you're going to be out in the public, you gotta, you got to go by the rules. I mean, this is very important. Uh, the rules are there for a reason. It doesn't say you're alive. Now, having said that, uh, uh, like I said earlier, Missouri is one of those states that our numbers are spiking and also with Illinois. Uh, in our rural areas right now, uh, uh, we didn't have a lot of hospitals, but now hospitals are being filled up. Uh, and, uh, and matter of fact, uh, 
Uh, unfortunate for for everyone, we go into the flu season, and and that is bad for for the COVID because outdoor restaurants are now can no longer have outdoor events. Uh, people have been going inside more now, and so that means they coughing coughing in the homes and what have you. And so the prediction is that this is going to be not just a bad flu season, but a bad for the COVID-19 or coronavirus, uh, whichever we want to call it. You know, uh, matter of fact, the coronavirus has been out for years and years and years, which Rev and Scott talked me earlier on. You that, Rev? Uh, Rev had to leave for a second. Okay, well, Scott taught me also that uh, that coronavirus was on the, on, was on the last song, King Scott. King Scott? Yep, it's been around for a while. Yeah, for years, and so now uh, we say COVID nineteen. This is the name of name of the virus that we are now have attacking our country. And that's why they call it COVID nineteen. And so now, uh, as I said, here in Missouri, as in most states, uh, kids uh, again for the first time you know, allowed to play football in, in St. Louis County and St. Louis City. Uh, we're gonna see how that works out, in you know. In, Uh, so was uh, Speaker Pelosi in the House, 
But the United States Senate uh, had a conference call today, uh, and they are not at all wanting to continue uh, support what the White House is proposing. And so the likelihood of us getting a stimulus check, I said us, getting a stimulus check before election day, uh, you know, is uh, getting demo by the day. And, and they actually think about two weeks to turn it around. So right now, there, uh, it's, it's not going to happen, it seems so. And so, uh, as of today, but in politics, anything can take place right now. And uh, especially in the Senate, you know, they said uh, they don't they don't want to do that. And I think that's going to be very, very uh, damaging to a lot of senators who are running for re-election or the ones running for the Senate on the Republican side. Because at the end of the day, this is our money that we're talking about. Now, we pay taxes every day. No matter where you go, what you do, you're going to pay taxes. And so this money is put here for us in a emergency situation. And now it's for us, this is like our insurance. You know, when, when the country is in trouble, and our government for the country out of rescue. But for some reason, the Republican senators in most states, and, and right now, uh, as you all know, nothing new, that there's a ballot for them will be the speaker, not the speaker, president of the Senate next time around. And that is decided about who has a majority. And right now, a lot of the senators, including Leslie Graham, are in trouble, you know, uh, and he, 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 he has to ensure that he will win on any problem. You know, but again, uh, he is in trouble right now to lose his seat. And also a lot of other people losing their seats also. But again, uh, I always, you know, people tell me, you know, and I know, you know, most, I don't know how you feel about this guy, real. People ask, you know, in politics, you know, how you vote your party, how am I doing now? You know, you know, and right now, a lot of people are saying, we need help. And there's a, there's a consensus, you know, around the country. And that is something that we that had to also take into consideration. So when McConnell, being the Speaker of the House President, speaking of the Senate, I'm saying, uh, that is probably about to change. And also, uh, it's been a, a crazy week uh, with the president. Uh, this past Sunday, uh, he, he was hospitalized, you know, before, you know, that, uh, before with, the, with the virus. Then he, was, he came out of the hospital, he did a joyride, then was released. And right now, personally, uh, he, you know, when he's in the hospital, he had to go back to the doctor's rules there. But when he went home, okay, to the White House, he could do what he wanted to do because his doctor could do what each other to do. And so that's why one reason why I think he went home, uh, as far as the drug that he took, uh, you know, people who are taking drugs before, you know, uh, you get a high. And that's why, you know, he was feeling good. And I hope he continues to feel good because right now, uh, uh, beyond being present, okay, I, I like for him to live a life, not a very nice long life, okay, like we all need to do. And, 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 and keep, him, keep him in your prayers. Now, also, uh, in this week, uh, I said in the debate, uh, it was a very, a very good debate. Uh, Vice President Pence did cut in, uh, did continue talking over, you know, breaking the rules. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and matter of fact, he, he kind of took control over... Uh, Page who was a moderator uh, and just kind of you know, you know, bullet her a little bit, you know. And, and, and I mean, I think that reflected people who, who, who kind of ready to debate the next day. 
But again, that is behind us now. And by the way, it was one of the most watched, the second most watched debate for vice presidential in, in, in history. And I think, you know, number one was uh, uh, Palin in, uh, in, 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 uh, in Biden some years ago. So, uh, so now having said that, uh, as we had this conversation with the president today, he had a rally, uh, already had a rally on, on the lawn in, in the White House there in uh uh, he's speaking from the balcony. It's over now, and, uh, and thank God that he stayed away from the people. And but again, the people who, who are some of them didn't have masks, you know, they, you know, they weren't social distancing. So we're gonna see how this is gonna work out. And also, the president has a, a couple more rallies starting Monday in Pennsylvania. Now, also yesterday, the uh, the uh, the uh, speaker of the House, Mr. Nespanowski, Representative Jamie Raskin. Rankin introduced legislation to create a commission on presidential capacity to discharge and duties and power and duties of the office. Now, this is nothing that's going to affect the President Trump right now, but this is for future presidents that when they get sick, they know we have a, uh, we have a ch successive chain right now where the President, the Vice President, steps up next. They have him, you know, but he got, you know, he got to be agreed to be, uh, and then he can't, you know, perform his offices like he's going to be sedated or something like that. Being the president, you know, passed on like like uh, Reagan did in the case of uh, uh, George Bush uh, Senior, and he took over and then he took him off. He, you know, he was, in, you know, he became president again. And so now, uh, in that case, the vice president would, uh, would step in. If he was incapacitated, then a speaker of the house. They would go to a, a chain you know, the, the, the Senate where the uh, uh, was it Mr. Grasky would be, be uh, the next person there. But now having said that, this one of possession is that someone is incapacitated, uh, they stand now that if you if you know you're uh, not performing your duties in a timely manner, incoherent, uh, they have some standards okay about what you have to be able to qualified and, and to not be able to, you know, to lead the country. Because at the end of the day, the president is over all the codes for war. And, and, we, and also, when we say our president is sick, the whole world is watching what we're doing. And that's the whole thing about, uh, about like, the uh, the program here. We had uh, the chief in, in Ferguson. The whole world is watching Ferguson. But our president, the whole world is watching with him. He says what he does. And that's not a good thing for us to be... Uh, you know, doing anything that's not 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 you know, kosher, so to speak. And also for the president, uh, this past week, uh, his, you know, his tax has been something they've been trying to you know look, look at you know, for years and years. Well, uh, the president Trump's accountant must turn over his tax records to a United States uh, New York State prosecutor, uh, and that was by uh, Judge Rudy there, and that must take place. And also, uh, this week, uh, the Census, United Census Bureau will continue to the end of October, October 31st, to do, to, uh, to do census. So they're still out counting people. Uh, they may not have the same size workforce, okay, but they're still counting and will continue counting until the end of, end of, end of uh, October. Uh, and then a lot of cities. You know, here in St. Louis and in St. Louis County, we had some numbers, but they can always get better. And now they are actually not going to apartment complexes, but they can get in before. 
and that is that is taking place as we speak. That is a very good thing there. And also, uh, one of the craziest things that uh, you have seen in modern times was up in uh, up in uh, <laughs> you guys can hear it, up in uh, in Michigan this past week were uh, about well it was, it was about seven guys seven men I should say and also about uh, eight other people with them that were that conspired was going conspiring I should say to kidnap the governor of Michigan. And and now uh, this is an eerie thing because in like Missouri, Kentucky allows anyone to carry a weapon wherever they want to go with it. And so in the case of in Michigan, uh, these these uh, uh, militants and militia people were uh, in the in the state capitol a couple of months ago, trying to bully, bully the governor over some things that had been said about mass wearing about COVID-19 track how Michigan numbers was very, very, very high. And so there was, there was a, a plot to, you know, to kidnap her. And not only just kidnap her, okay, but they also were going to blow up some bridges. Uh, they were prepared to put have a tribunal for lack of better description where they were going to put her on trial and try her. And, and for lack of better description, they were going to try to take over the government in our country of a state. Uh, and this is unheard of before. But again, these are some of the things that uh, that uh, President Trump has been asked to uh, talk, of, uh, you know, condemn in these hate groups, and again, he refuses to do so. And these are some of the results that have taken place. So now, uh, thank God that uh, the FBI was able to, you know, uh, break up break up the coup, uh, which does not mean that it's over. Somebody is part of the same thing someplace else. You never know. And also uh, this week uh, uh, in Minneapolis, uh, 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 you know, you had a problem a couple you know, months ago. We had the, uh, George Floyd uh, uh, killing my uh, police officer Derek Chauvin, the one who put his knee on uh, on his neck, you know, and uh, killed him. Well, he just uh, was released from jail and posted a million dollar bond in cash. A million dollar bond. And that's a lot of money, but again, the money was raised and he was released. And and this is well, some strange, but I agree with this 100 percent. He would be allowed to leave the state of uh, of uh, Minnesota for his own safety. You know, someplace else he can go hide and be safe. Someplace else, because his life is definitely would be in danger. And that's one of the things you know, uh, you know, you're gonna keep. No matter what he did, we still don't want him one. And nothing happened to him also. And also, uh, in the state of Kentucky, uh, we had uh, the Attorney General uh, there, uh, who, who, this is where, uh, where Ms. Taylor was killed, when they broke into our apartment with no no, no warrant, where they, uh, the city gave her 12, the $12 million and changed a whole lot of their rules. And the case went before a grand jury and the grand jury did not indict anybody about her killing, period. And so one of the jurors uh, sued because they was upset that the attorney general did not present anything about the killing. Well, it turned out, it found out that he did not, did not talk about the killing. Then he said his mind was justified. 
Well, it allows you to say they weren't justified. And so, so the grand jury can only consider what is put before them. So some of the paper transcripts were released, and now the attorney general is, uh, you gotta love this, is saying that uh, he wants to uh, appeal the judge's ruling based on what took place here in uh, St. Louis County, in the city of Ferguson, Missouri, where Michael Brown, uh, uh, police officer, went before a grand jury, and the grand jury cleared him. And so now, uh, that now the prosecutor attorney at that time, Bill uh, McCullough is no longer the prosecutor attorney now because, again, uh, people were unhappy with where they went, and so they went to the polls and they voted them out, which is the way it's supposed to be. And so now, Attorney General Cameron now is citing the, the case with uh, Michael Brown's case now in, in his appeal. That's why I said Ferguson is always, always being discussed. Anything that does with the law, grand juries and stuff, you know, Ferguson will be missing in some place. But right now, that's why we heard today the police chief, the mayor, uh, the, the pastor, the chaplain. Ferguson is on the uprise. They're going good. Things are taking place positive in Ferguson there. And also, uh, uh, this week, uh, good news here. Uh, Jacob Blake, who was shot by a police officer in the back uh, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, recently. Uh, he was paralyzed, you know, from the back down. You know, and uh, and, uh, and that, you know, that 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 right now is uh, still ongoing. And, uh, and the uh, good part about it, uh, he was released from a Milwaukee hospital, and that is good. And he was undergoing uh, treatment in a Illinois uh, rehabilitation clinic. And I was telling anybody personally, I broke my neck and I was paralyzed. And I will tell you, rehabilitation does work. Just gotta, it's hard work, but you got to do what they tell you to do because they know what they're doing. As a matter of fact, I still go to therapy. And that's uh, that's what you have to do and, and be very, you know, very you know, mindful of what they're doing when they ask you to do it. And just do what they tell you to do. And also, uh, some good news to report. Uh, if you haven't heard a lot about the fires in California, they are subsided somewhat. They are still burning. And, uh, and in a case like that, you know, uh, you know, don't show you now, but out there, all these people, you know, millions of acres of land was burned. That means lots and lots and lots of families have lost their homes, they have lost their businesses, uh, and and now they are trying to go through getting their lives back together. And you know, in and, 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 and New California, uh, a rep. God, he got on this, but I know we also have earthquakes out there. Yep. And so, and so, so in California, me personally, I don't mind visiting California, but I'm going to live in California. I don't think so. I mean, because you, you almost guarantee you're going to have a fire season, which you just went through. And you also almost guarantee you're going to have the earthquakes at some point. You know what? And, 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 and it comes, you know, and so again, uh, I'm happy in Missouri where we, well, almost heard the thing is that is the, uh, the earthquake that we are on a plane, uh, the, um, the new magic fault. Am I right? Is that right, Scott? What's that? In Missouri, we had a, the new magic fault is where the, uh, 
Possibly we could take place. Am I right? That's, I'm saying that right down Yeah, the New Madrid. Area. Yeah, New Madrid fault. Uh, but Ira, the the big thing Californians talk about is they don't want to come where there's tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're always going to have something that's uh, brought on by nature. Yeah, like that. Like that. In the Midwest, we have tornadoes, and uh, well. Fortunately, for people we know, we know here in the Midwest that you can get a forecast in advance. Sometimes when a tornado is coming your way, so they have alerts that you can go to your basements and stuff. Or you got places you can hide. No. You know, get in your bathrooms or someplace to hide, or you get awake. Okay. So, but really, again, all these things, these tornadoes, uh, for real, we have a we have a hurricane, a tornado season every year, just like clockwork. Out. Yep. And uh, and and they in most cases they're they're very deadly, you know what I mean. And uh, and this year uh, it wasn't as bad as it had been in most cases. I was a couple years ago it came through here in St. Louis and it was just wow. Man, so we had a couple back to back here, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and and so so again, uh, <laughs> you're right. Uh, they don't want to come here, but right now we taking our chances. We are. That's why we're here. With the, with, the, with the tornadoes and stuff, and I haven't said that, uh, that leads it to Louisiana, where right now the uh, hurricanes season is not quite over with, and they already ran out of names. Most years they have about 20, you know, 20 names. The hurricane, they, you know, they have you know, lined up, but this year uh, they are now on Delta, mm-hmm. and Delta just hit, hit uh, in Louisiana. And it's kind of ironic, okay, I was born in Delta, Louisiana, and the tornado right now named Delta is going through Delta, Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, That's as, we speak, as we speak, okay, because I talked to my cousin yesterday, uh, he's down in Alexander, Louisiana, and uh, he said he was raining buckets down there. So, uh, I mean, I mean buckets, you know, but fortunately for him, his house is upon, upon a hill where he built there some years ago, and, uh, and he, you know, he has never flooded. And that's because in Louisiana, flood insurance, if you can get it, if you can get it, it is very, very high. That I know for a fact down there. So again, you know, we, uh, again, in this country, no matter where you go, or if you go to the north, uh, in, the, in the middle, they're going to freeze you. Whether it's got in Minnesota, Dakota, and places like that. Yeah, they're having well, snow up there now. So, you know, the question is, why do you want to live where you want to live? Hey, that's it. I mean, so that's that's why I said, uh, we all got choices, you know, and, uh, but again, uh, we all say here in St. Louis, you see in one spot to what, matter of fact, here in St. Louis, this week, we had 80-some degrees of weather, and, and, you know, and and, and that was high, that was very high temperatures, and I guess one thing that leads me around the sand here, that the thing nobody want to talk about is called climate control. If you look up on the ice caps on the north and south pole, that is melting. Well, that melting water from the ice caps comes down into the oceans and stuff, and it changes the temperatures, you know, which is creating you know, the hurricanes and things such as that. And that's not something that, that's, you know, and uh, right now, uh, even here in St. Louis today, we're very much overcast. And we got clouds uh, came up here, okay, from the from the from the uh, from Delta. I mean, so not only is it in Louisiana, we up here in, in, uh, in Missouri, and the clouds from the from the from Delta is all the way up here. So again, 
uh, you know, these things are very serious. It's not just in your, you know, in your backyard, in your neighborhood that's being affected, you know. So, again, you know, uh, no matter where you are, you're subject to be, to be caught up, you know, and, and, and something that's going to take place, you know, and that's, and that's not a good thing. Also, here, here in Missouri, uh, we got a lot of things going on. Um, we got, uh, I mentioned to you about our, our COVID you know, uh, problem with the, with the, uh, you know, with, with, with the virus, uh, and that unfortunately in the rural areas, a lot of people didn't wear masks, and you know, because they were not in open area, you know, and, and so now, unfortunately, the viruses are out there. Uh, our schools. Uh, you know, and, and this is kind of touching and go here, here in, in St. Louis, in the St. Louis region, uh, they are about to start letting kids go back to school. You know, you know, you know, we're doing virtual classes, and they're about to now they're going to go back to going to the classroom. Well, uh, with, with the school season coming upon us, and with the virus being what it is in these classrooms, uh, you still got to, you know, wash those places down. And one of the things that in the stimulus money they had, they had they had funds, okay, for us to be able to uh, clean the schools, uh, the filters and in, in the, in the filters, you know, I spray the, you know, wash the buses down. And we're not talking about doing this once a week. This got to be done constantly because the virus, you know, uh, you know, you, 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 you can't just wash the one week and people come back and the kids don't be, Taking the virus, you know, possibly home to their grandparents, to their parents, uh, anyone that's of age in their family, uh, and in some cases, especially in the black community, uh, you uh, have multi-families, you know, generational families in the same house, and so that's how it kind of you know uh, goes you know, to the older people, and that can be very, very much you know, uh, a, a bad thing there, and also uh, uh, here in Missouri. Uh, we're going into a uh, season, like most states are, in our politics, where we got a race going on now here in Missouri for our governor, governor's race. And uh, right now, uh, you see a lot of commercials. <laughs> Lots of commercials oh, on yeah. TV. Yep. Lots of commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of commercials. Oh, yeah. Lots of be a Democrat, be a Republican, whatever, okay, and uh, uh, and I just knew first, and I sit back and just you know, look at them and see who's the most colorful, you know, <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, because you know, in, in them, they, they, you know, if you got a record, okay, they, they pretty much uh, run on, you know, bring up stuff that you did in the past, and also, it's like here in St. Louis, we're in a, in a unique spot. We get a lot of commercials, you know, from the Chicago area that come to the run on our TV sets here in Illinois. I mean, so with us being, you know, right across the river from them. So not only do we get commercials from Missouri, we also get commercials from Illinois. That are running here on the TVs. And I guess one thing now, it's a good time to be on the TV station now and doing the political season. They're spending millions and millions and millions, millions of dollars. On, on, on these on these commercials and stuff, you know. And matter of fact, one of the hottest rates I mentioned earlier on, which is something that's a surprise, but it just show you the power of you know of people keeping their word instead of Lindsey Lindsey Graham. Uh, you know, uh, most recently uh, he had wanted to do a debate with with, uh, with uh, Mr. Mr. Harris, 
them and he's running against, and you know, they're running for, running against, but retain his seat. And uh, and like most places down there, they're testing you for the virus. Well, uh, Mr. Graham refused to be tested because he was afraid he may test positive. And if he tested positive, okay, then he couldn't he not he in Congress and sit here next week. And so right now, he's finding people who, who could possibly be carrying the virus and not, not putting, you know, people, other people, they be putting their life on the line. They also put other people's life on the line. And that is not a good thing. You know, you're supposed to have, these least, least politicians, okay, you know, you're supposed to look out for your people. That's why, that's why you put in the office there, to look out for your people. And, and, and look out for, you know, for their best welfare. And so right now, when you, you have these uh, uh, rallies and stuff, you know, you should have a, a mask on and a virtual distancing right now, uh, you know, virtual, you know, virtual you know, uh, conference and debates. And all this has become common knowledge now. But even you do now, it's been in, in a Zoom meeting. Matter of fact, Scott, you can test it with you the, the marriage town hall meeting. Uh, that was a lot, a lot. That was, was virtual, wasn't it? It was entirely virtual. Uh, I picked up the signal from them, and they and distributed it out. Yeah, and that's why the police chief, you know, we needed to watch him. And he gave a very nice presentation, you know, and uh, like, like, just like he did today, you know, uh, he, you know, he came across real professional, you know, uh, and, and like that, and spoke about, you know, what needs to be done in this community and what his goals are. And that's what, you know, uh, these debates are, uh, is for, for a person to tell you, what are their, once I'm elected to office, okay, what will I do for you to improve our community? And that's what a debate is supposed to be about. And not, not just, you know, uh, you know and, and tell you what the plans are. And, you know, some guy, I think most, I think most people have lost why people debate. It's not a, it's not a shouted match. And, uh, in my case, I have a soft voice, okay? Well, I don't lose any debate right away because I can't holler. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, and matter of fact, God bless her, so she's dead right now, but she had, uh, she had a, uh, her voice was a little bit more, you know, dumb than mine. And, uh, and she would talk, I had to shut up. Because when we were trying to argue with her, I just, I mean, what can I do? That's <laughs> a fact. And, and so, but you put when it's on the debate, okay, you supposed to be respectful of the person. And this, this past week, okay, we had one with uh, Senator Kamala Harris and, and Vice President uh, Pence, where it wasn't a lot, wasn't as bad as the president was, you know, just run over people. But again, uh, the president, Vice President Pence, he, within an honor, they said, your time is up, I mean, you're supposed to stop. Well, he kept changing the rules, going back and forth, back and forth. We had the base rules. We were to follow the base rules. He was and that, acting and, just and that, like and, the and president did. to have X amount of time <laughs> where you make your point. Hey, you know, I heard that's what he was doing, ahead. acting just like the president. Uh, actually, the problem was that neither of them were actually answering the questions that were posed. No, 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 no. There's no that, and that, and, and, and that's the thing that that, that I uh, that I tell people that we just said in the debate, you you have questions that's being posed to you, answer the question. Yeah, that was my big problem. You know, answer the question. You know, what I mean, 
and that's what we're listen, listening, okay, because the person that's the moderator is supposed to have questions, okay, that they glean that we all want to have answers to. And they do their research to be the moderator to, to answer questions that will benefit everybody. You know, and that's the whole reason of having, having a debate, you know, and, and, you know, but to have an argument, that does nobody any good. No. I mean, you know, organ, you know, and, and, and what it does do, okay, it people off. That that was my big difficulty with the, with the debate I saw. Nobody yeah, was yeah, answering yeah, questions. Yeah, me, me too. Uh, I mean, the, the questions, you know, weren't, to me, they weren't hard questions. No. Answer the questions. That, 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 as a matter of fact, in some cases, <laughs> the, the people wanted, like in the case of the defense, uh, he wanted to ask his questions. But not ask what the moderator was, but asking him. As a matter of fact, you call it reflection and dodging, you know, which in some cases, I know you, 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 know, you don't want to answer questions, okay? You can just, we call it filibuster, uh, dodge and reflect it. You know, and, and, and you know, either just waste the time away without answering the question. Well, I can deal with those, okay? But when the time is up, stop talking. Right. <laughs> you know, when you ain't got to keep on going, and you're still not answering the question. But again, this is the last time this year we will see a debate with the vice president. Now there's one debate left with the president and the vice president Biden. Now will that take place? Uh, I'm I'm guessing probably will not because, and I said that under, under two conditions. One is with the uh, situation with the uh, the president's health. Nobody knowing if it's contagious or not, and uh, and no, nobody wants to be in in, in a room when they could possibly you know uh, you know, uh, you know uh, lose their life because and I'm saying it's just it's just that for real. Everybody don't have a song, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know it goes light in some cases, goes heavy, and in the case of President, he was very fortunate that he was able to get get a drug, to get a drug. That was uh, not available. Not available. There are. <clears throat> Talk about you know and showed all the things. Okay, that that that, that we be done. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, you know. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, hold on one second here. It sounds like it's yeah. about time for Mr. Debo to come on. Yeah, it's too yeah, he, was, he was okay, and I, and I, I thought I had him. Hold on, I dropped him. Hold on, he just called. Hold on one second here. We're getting it right back on the line here. Chuck, how you doing, sir? Chuck, how, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Thank you. Good afternoon. Yeah, sorry for cutting you off there, Chuck, but... uh. <laughs> But uh, we were we were kind of discussing, you know, uh, about the possibility of having a third debate and, and about the uh, if we did, uh, how would it be a virtual? Or would uh, would they be, you know, uh, you know? Uh, well, to me, I think it should be virtual because right now the virus being what it is in the White House and places like that running rampant, and everyone is concerned for their safety. And there's not something that you want, want to get in contact with under no circumstances. 
you know, under no circumstances. By the way, uh, Chuck, early on in the program, we had uh, Mayor Ferguson on. She was out you know, delivering food in the community as well. We had the, had the chief of police on. Uh, he thought he'd really come back and be a guest with us also. And had a chaplain, one of the ministers. So that was the real part of the show. And they came home early. And because, you know, because she's out in the public. So right now, they give us some time so they will have a guest. But right now, uh, let me ask you, Chuck, well, what's going on right now with this? With this, with this, with the president and uh, this virus, what are your thoughts? Tell us what's going on in D.C. It's it's uh, it's like two realities, if you want to call it that. There's what you know, what TV's projecting, and you know what you get off the news, which pretty much is entertainment or to keep it going. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, commercials. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, stay tuned for a word from our favorite sponsor. You know what right, I mean? Right, yeah. yeah, but in reality, I'm not sure that, but I have no indication that's impacted uh, voter opinion or the swing states or the, yeah. the issues at hand. There, there are a lot of things going on, and, you know, this hurricane that just came back through Louisiana and coming up through that, that region down there, it's the second one. A lot of those people didn't even get the roof back on their house yet. Some of them aren't even back in their house. But that's, that's, that's something that's very serious and very uh, much a, 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 the type of issue that you can't, if you're, if you're one of those people or if you have family or you know somebody in those areas, you can't turn that off can't turn the channel on the other hand you've got you've got this supreme court stuff that's brewing up you know so maybe the hearings haven't started but they will on monday but they're not really talking so much about that and they i just kind of what i'm what i'm really saying overall is there's like the, the 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 illuminati or somebody has this distraction strategy so Pay attention to whether Trump's wearing a mask, not wearing a mask. Is he a, sp- a super spreader or is he not a super spreader? Is, uh, the, is, is the cocktail working? Is it not working? Or how many? Or when is the vaccine? And um, virus, virus, virus. Mm-hmm. You know? Just um, you in Louisiana. I got a family down in Louisiana. Louisiana. matter of fact, right when it's getting in Louisiana. And I talked to my cousin yesterday, you know, uh, he's retired, but he still, you know, still works from okay? And he's delivering food down there, you know, for the, uh, you know, to, the to the schools, that, to the parishes. So he had done a trailer, he said, he was, he was raining buckets of rain down there, you know, and, and, and said, unfortunately, like you just said, a lot of people have not got back in their homes yet down there. I mean, and, and, and so they don't, and now they're saying, they didn't know what their homes look like after the last, Hurricane came through there, and now this is coming through. They're in serious problems. They got some serious issues. Serious issues. They don't know what to expect when they go home. You, you know, and then two, uh, are the, uh, a lot of people are, have bailed in their ballots already. They're voting. You know, a lot, a lot of a lot of people that are saying, you know, let, let, I'm let's get it over with. So. 
the decision on who you're going to support, who you're not going to support, there's a very slim number of, of people that are, like, undecided. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people pretty much made it up. But you know what I'm hearing that really is uh, surprising me is starting to come out a little bit more mm-hmm. of uh, subgroups or divisions within the Democratic Party. Okay. You know, and there is a voice uh, from, I guess you're going to, maybe they're Zoomers, the youngest black group, I mean, black demographic. Criticize it <clears throat> because if 
if Trump doesn't, I mean, if if they don't defeat him, then it really makes you wonder. He's leading by what ten poll ten points in in these polls, you know. And do you believe in polls or not? You know, maybe we'll soon see. They got some of the swing states looking like they're swinging. You know, you got a lot of people saying they're going to vote for Biden and they're going to do this and and they support Harris. But it's it's going to be really different because we're going to have more non-traditional ballots or votes, whether they drop them off, mail them in, or whatever they're doing. And it's going going to be a mess. It it is going to be a mess. I said one thing in the last last 40 hours, okay, uh, that in Texas, the, uh, the the governor down there and changed the rules, whereas if you could only have so many places to drop off your ballots, in Texas, well, Jared overruled that, and Jared also overruled that some other places that there was you know, that, you know, that that you can have as many you know there was a section of elections, and so the judges right now are ruling against that. And that you can have as many many drop-off places as you possibly can to get your balance, okay? But for them, for them, for them to be counted, and I think that was one thing that was a deterrent. As you and I both know, okay, that when the, when the, when the uh, um, Voting Rights Act was kind of um, reversed, I should say, along with some rights, with, with, you know, with other you know, rights and stuff that we had, those things went by the wayside, and so now uh, I think uh, as we look at the things, the blocks that they put. I guess one thing, uh, Chuck, if you see a person doing a lot of, a lot of stuff, okay, it's stopping me from doing some kind of blocking, you know, trying to go out the way, you know, to change the rules on me, and especially in black folks, why are you trying to keep me from voting? I mean, the idea is for us to vote. You know, I grew up in Mississippi where they had the poll tax and stuff like that. But you, you, you went in the South in those days, I was down there, you went down to the polling place, you know, and registered to vote, right? You say, come back, you know, in a couple of days, you know, there's going to be uh, some kind of test. But in, but in between that time, somebody will come by your house with like, a cooler crane with a hood on outside your window trying to scare you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Wait a minute, I'm not sure. So you can talk about, yeah, you know, voter suppression or uh, uh, whatever, but, you know, unfortunately, well, let me feel like it. That's in this game. That's nothing new, and we sh- I don't. I don't want people to be afraid or apprehensive or give too much drama to all that. If you want to vote, come on and vote. And if you want to vote, and you, and the poll is or the place you got to go is too far, somebody give you a ride. If you want to be a Democrat, then call just call the uh, the the party office or something and, and tell them they 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 got uh, uh, ride sharing and every everything else going on. But most importantly, it's making you be proactive. Right. You know, here in St. Louis, we had a young lady, I mean, a lady by name, she was in Vietnam, we had a library, and they called you Davis Library. And uh, she lived in a full war. Well, when it was my job, when you just said, I would go back on all the lectures, okay, I would go pick her up, okay? And she wanted me to come pick her up, okay? We got to the polls, and people would come out to the door, to the car, you know what I mean? That's that up vote. I mean, so people, you know, uh, being get around to the polls, there's nothing uncommon. You know what I mean? But now the part that's very uncommon now is these very long lines. This is like something.
I'm based in a foreign country. They they have lines for days. They send in a line in some foreign, you know, some undeveloped countries when they're voting for the first time. Then they get a chance to vote. And that's why I see thing here with us having, you know, uh, having like down in down in Harris County, uh, Texas, which is where Houston is, at, very big, you know, delegation of blacks. But they try to do it when they came down there, you know, to keep the blacks from home. Mm-hmm. That's what they thinking on that. They, they you said what? What's that? We should wrap. No, I, I think Rev wanted to say something. Stand by. Go ahead, Rev. I said what they didn't forget about Bible prophecy is fulfilling right before they eye, whether they want to see it or not. The word of God do not lie. And that's what's going on now. All this chaos and confusion is by Satan and his demons working through these stiff-necked, hard-head people that ain't paying attention to prophecy what's in the Bible. They need to go to the Bible. God got the answer to the situation that's here out here. All this yak-yak and mack-a-mack and all that. You need to be born again and accept Christ before it's ever too late. And I'm through with it. Amen. 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 This is the time you are on a TV station because they spend millions and millions and millions of dollars Nobody's on the airwaves. Right. <laughs> millions and millions of dollars on the airwaves. You know, we're repeating the same thing over and over and over again. You know what I mean? And, 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 and then they're raising more money to, to, buy, to, to buy more time. You know, and 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 like, and, and, and check, you know, and in the old days, I know real guys, you know, with this. In the old days, people would always, you know, want to see they can't. They want, they want to go door to door, knock on somebody. Well, people don't knock on doors no more now. But especially nowadays, I can simply with the virus, so I can understand that. But before the virus hit, they had gone to you know, one to one you know, commercials on radio, not even on TV. That uh, you don't cable station, all of, and that's that's all you see. I mean, in fact, now, uh, I can imagine how you up in D.C., okay, because you, you, you in the area, you got uh, D.C. area there, you got Virginia, Maryland, all those people running commercials all the time. I didn't want to. Yeah, but I kind of think maybe we're uh, jaded, it's, or, or, or it, it's, it's not, it, you, don't, you don't notice, the, let me put it like this, the contrast isn't as strong or as strong start. I mean, it's always something. It, it, it may not be a uh, you know a commercial where they go, uh, "I'm so and so, and I approve this message." Those are those are campaigns, but you man, they are always got something. It's just politics all the time, twenty four seven, three sixty five, rain, snow, shine, whatever. You know, it's always. Somebody trying to say something, trying to do something, you know, it's always so. I, I, I wonder if people get a little bit jaded because you notice now the news, it's almost like if you really want to find out the news, you got to find another source, another channel, another uh, go on, on the internet or somewhere. Yeah. 
good enough to find out. I mean, things have happened uh, with, I mean, just on the who got killed today or what were they doing or, you know, there's a lot more of these cases out here that we don't really hear about or maybe, you know, it's one day news or something and if you didn't catch it that day, right, you know. That's what, but they, I, I did see some interviews where they're asking people where they were getting their news. And they're not, people, People, you know, we adapt. We adapt and so people get their news on various sources. Well, you know, that's the back the mailman is dropping stuff off. Let me ask you a question, Chuck. What are your thoughts about uh, what happened in Michigan with the governor there? That's a good question, and I'm glad you asked me, because there's a whole lot more to the story. I know. Yeah, I, I got friends in Michigan. I, I, I got some. I got some friends in Michigan that I asked them, because I was trying to figure out. This goes way back. To, I was trying to figure out how in the world did these guys, with the camouflage and the assault rifles, get up in the Capitol. Oh, it, 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 this has been going on for a while. Michigan's known for the militias and all that. But on the other hand, there's black people that ain't happy at all. They didn't just, it, you know, they, it, it isn't a white supremacist thing. Something happened up there to where people weren't getting the stimulus checks on the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or, or I guess it's unemployment, so everybody's getting them $600 checks. Mm-hmm. They held them up there. And, you know, somebody, you could double check me, check my, you know, fact check this. But it wasn't, I mean, it was partially like our computers are down or we don't have you in an electronic database or whatever. And the rest of America was getting their money. And all the people up there, man, they were getting ready to take over some government buildings downtown. It was very serious. And so they were saying that it was the, the, the institutional side, the governor, the mayor, the, you know, the, whoever had those checks were saying, no, we don't do it like this because we can't do it like that. But whatever they were doing was taking so long and taking whatever that they were marching down the street. I mean, everybody together, you had, you had, you know, whether you were left, right, middle, uh, white supremacist, black supremacist, whatever it was. Uh, and, you know, they have a lot, they have a huge um, uh, Chaldean community there, Middle Eastern. You know, Chuck, you know, you know, on that, Chuck, you know, uh, I, I was following this up at Michigan, you know, in the town you're talking about. Uh, it was primarily, you know, this face mask has become, become a vibrant a, a, a wedge, you know, you know, treating a lot of people, okay? And 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 then there and, and, and they were shutting down businesses. Okay. Also, I think that was one of the things that a lot of places, uh, a lot of governments, okay, find themselves almost at war with a lot of their people, different states, okay, primarily because of the uh, the uh, you know, the uh, like Tim Missouri here, uh, uh, you know, business are being shut down. Uh, either like here here we had people protesting the county executive's house. Because, because they couldn't play football in high school. And then they had restaurants that could only have 15, 20%, 25% people in it. They were going out of business. And so I think that was probably some of the things up there was a lot of business had been shut down because the virus was, over, was in the cities up there. 
Missouri, okay, someplace like in there, where like in Missouri, uh, they had these rifles. And I said, we have some similar here in Missouri, uh, up in our state capital, okay, but they wasn't as bad as it was up in, up in Michigan, okay, where they have, and we got a militia coming out of Missouri uh, a couple of years ago, was found to be the most malicious state in the country. I mean, but the, the people don't tell you, you don't hear about it and stuff. Down here in, you know, in different counties here, out in the, out in the, in the Ozarks, they have, you know, uh, and I've been down there before. You know, and it's, it's really, really bad down there. I mean, but in this case, but for, but for somebody to go so far as a plot to take a sitting governor, and then, you know, going to blow up, and then they're going to blow up some places. And stuff, that's a bit much. <laughs> it's, 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 it's really, it, I mean, it, I'm sure that there were some people sitting up there talking about it, and I am so sure that they were talking to informants or FBI agents or whatever because that's what they do. Right. And they'll even help you. They'll help you for planning mm -hmm. and help build the case and help progress it along. It's, it's sad that it's gotten it like that, but, I mean, well, I'm, I'm have to be the devil's advocate. I'm like, so, so what do you expect? You know, what happens, you know, when we had uh, our, 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 uh, one of our experts on here, uh, Bill Kovacs, you know, what happens after... He'll be on in a couple weeks. Yeah, and so they have this thing about, so we went through this, we went through that. I mean, they're going right down the checklist and even now, you hear them talk about the Constitution, and Nancy Pelosi wants to introduce that if Trump's got COVID, can we take take him out the presidency? You know, she's talking all like that. And now, boy, so what happens let me, next? Let me fact check that, sir. What she's introducing now, okay, so will not affect President Trump, <clears throat> future presidents. Not nothing to do with Trump. Okay. Okay. If if Biden wins, she won't be talking about it. But, but what I'm saying is this. What, it, what, I, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is that civil unrest follows all this uh, cracks in our yeah. Constitution or our yeah. democracy foundation or people unhappy. I mean, it's yeah. not just about unhappy. It's being attacked. There ain't no way you're going to be happy if you if you if your baby bed's in the snow, as my, my, my family that was the moving side. We, my, my uncles had a moving company. Mm -hmm. And I used to work there in the summers and part-time after school, and they used to make a lot of money off evictions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they had to call these people and tell them, you know, and they were black folks, and so they were the black moving company in basically a white society. So they said, well, you're going to have to go in there and move your people. And, man, them people be standing there with a shotgun or a gun and say, you ain't coming up in here. So they have to call them and try to tell them and help them a little bit and say, now, you don't want to see your baby bed out in the snow. So try and get your, try and get there and sign that paper or pay this bill or do this or do that and get it done so your baby bed won't be out there in the snow. Because when we move it, all we got to do is take it out the house and put it out by the curb. Well, in fact, you know, I run my, my good friends here in St. Louis in the sheriff's department. And he go, he's on that department, okay? And by the fact, here in St. Louis, they got a hold on evictions, like in most places. As a matter of fact, in, in, in the very, sometimes in the very near future, 
a whole lot of people be putting out in the, in the homes, the apartments. It's going to be a, a onslaught like never before. And, and, and that's also mm -hmm. one of the things that's been, that there will be in, in whatever kind of view we would get, you know what I'm saying, you know, for relief goals. I'm going to bring it back back around to where I was saying, back from, from the governor and, and what does it mean and what's going on. It means that things have, have, to have risen to such a level of unrest. And these yeah. folks are talking about trying to uh, take over government. Right, that's what I want to hear you say. Uh, yeah, that's what. That's exactly what they're talking about. We're not talking about. See, and and, and that's at the same time. You got another group to stand off off to the side, saying, "Well, please go vote." You know, mm -hmm. that's a, that's the real takeover of government. Mm -hmm. And and maybe average Joe, no matter how many millions of average Joes there are, maybe we can't. You know, maybe our vote don't make that much difference. You know, that's part of what we had seen before, you know, the uh, popular vote versus the electoral college. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, so many issues and things going on. And I'm, I'm with Reverend. I believe God has a <laughs> hand in all this. I know, and we know he does. Yeah, and then, I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's got to crumble and fall apart and be rebuilt. Amen. And I'll be the first to say, I, I, I mean... I cringe on some of the stuff Trump does and says, and unnecessarily, you know, whether it's rude or, uh, you know, just common man-to-man -man or person-to-person, human-to-human, on how you treat people and what you say and what you do and all. Some of that stuff is so unnecessary, you know, on the other hand. But, boy, I think we've been in a straight, I thought, I thought we were in a straight decline almost since, I don't know, since before Clinton, you know, going straight down. I mean, I, Jimmy Carter and, uh, 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 you know, whether it's Gerald Ford or uh, Clinton or Bush won and, and, yeah, and uh, other Bush and Obama and now Trump, man. It's like, boy, line those up because I remember how I felt. I wasn't in agreement with any of them, and I was so excited and thinking one way of running out and voting for Obama on the first term, and then it's kind of like, you know, there wasn't no bite in the bark. You know, but this is just me talking. Now, some of y'all love no, no, it, but no, no, I mean, no, 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 things, no. I thought things escalated, and when we saw, uh, what was that, uh, uh, Holder, the Attorney General, mm -hmm. well, he couldn't stop it, because they, he, they sent him to try and prosecute some of these uh, road police or do something. And when I saw they couldn't do nothing with uh, the police unions or uh, national NRA, well, but, I said, right, now, right now I didn't get into it here, okay? But, but the police union just raised a million dollars to get the, the officer out in Minneapolis. Where, you know, um, not only did they get him out, they told him he could move out of state if he wanted to. When we talked about it early on the phone, they got him out. In, in that, I, ain't that something? I was like, ain't this something? Yeah, I mean, Here this guy is, and I mean, you got everybody saying, I know what my eyes saw. And you got this eight minutes of 46 seconds thing, and that's etched in stone. Yes. But the police oh, police, my goodness. Police, oh, my goodness. Man, they're, they're not a union. Let me get this straight. The, the fraternal order of police officers, they're not, they're not a union. They're hey, let me, let me throw something in here before we go. I want to... Uh, 
ask you and, and our, any of our listeners, if they've seen this show called, uh, I think it's called Good Lord Bird or something, but it's about John Brown, the abolitionist. I heard about that. Man, let me tell you, they, they are put, they, they tell them, they tell them the real the story. I have to do the research to see how much they, they may have dramatized it or stretched the story, but here's a white guy that went, he went and attacked people and was taking the slaves. So God, this is not God's, God's will. God has not ordained you to enslave another person. And I mean, and he was always rough, but they're saying that, you know, that's what started or uh, was a catalyst for the Civil War. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there's a show on TV about it. And uh, I was thinking about, look at, look at what you see there from the 1800s to what we're seeing and experiencing right now. Just 